Hi there, friends, filmmakers, and film fans. Welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. Today, we are excited to feature Blas and Drasik. Alrighty, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah, thank you for the introduction. I am uh, a student filmmaker from Ljubljana, Slovenia, and I am just about to finish uh, the Academy for Film and TV Directing here in Ljubljana. Uh, so I am on a verge from <laughs> becoming uh, a filmmaker from a student filmmaker. Awesome. What inspired you to first get started in filmmaking? I guess I just always love to tell stories and uh, make up different stories. And then uh, I discovered uh, that uh, film uh, offers so much uh, different styles of different uh, uh, versions of how to tell that story. Uh, so I was always fascinated by that and from different kinds of movies, uh, from documentaries to um, just plain feature films. Uh, so I kind of always, um, since I can remember, I, I was in, in film. So uh, that's it. Yeah. Beautiful. How have you continued to pursue your career in filmmaking? Uh, yeah, so right now I'm uh, on like a um, time in my life when I have to transition from being a student filmmaker to an actual filmmaker. And uh, I'm kind of a little bit lost right now, but uh, I think that um, I'm going to have to start writing and I am already writing uh, new uh, screenplays, uh, new uh, films, and right now my graduation film is gonna come out. Uh, so I got that going, and I think that um, that should open some doors for me in the future. Awesome. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about your film. You can talk anywhere between what it's about, the message to the audience, you can walk us through the process of making the movie, you can do all of the above, whatever you want to talk about. Okay, yeah, so my film um, is a short documentary um, about, uh, and it talks about the cultural phenomenon uh, that I observed in like the Balkan region or in my country uh, of uh, the, the role of the absent father. So um, it was kind of normalized here that the father figure is absent and uh, I think I wanted to explore that. Uh, so I actually talked to a lot of different people uh, before I found the stories that I like, that I want to tell. Um, and in that, I didn't want to tell like some sensational stories about incredible, amazing people, but just normal people that you meet on the streets that are you know all around us. And um, I wanted to tell their stories, the impact of that absent figure in their life that ha that has had on their lives. And um, throughout the process, I found that I don't want to actually show them. Uh, so I kind of, uh, as a team with my uh, cinematographer and editor, we decided that we were never going to show them. They were going to be absent, like, you know, the absent figure of the father. So uh, it was actually really difficult to find the images then to put on the screen that would uh, support their stories and also you know offer some kind of catharsis at the end um, so that the process was actually 
really difficult uh, because we have to we had to we had like seven eight ten hours of interviews and then just uh, put it all in 15 minutes and also put uh, our own images over the the voiceovers from from real people with their uh, actually troubled past and stories awesome awesome um have you made other films in the past uh, for me, I have made some like non-budget films. Uh, I've made uh, uh, films for. I made a film for my acceptance film for the Academy, uh, but never with like a proper production like this one was. Um, but I have. Uh, I am interested in film from many different perspectives. I also love uh, film history, film theory, and I have worked on many films that were. Um, that had the proper production, but never as a director. So this was my first time uh, doing something like that. And it was an incredible experience. Awesome. Um, do you plan to make more films in the future? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I think I just, uh, right now I started to understand more and more about filmmaking. I started to discover more and more ways that film uh, film language offers uh, me, and I am very excited to move on to to my next film. Uh, and right now, I made uh, a non-documentary, so fiction, uh, and it was a different process. But also, um, I learned so much from it, and I want to continue more and more. Awesome! So this is my favorite question of the podcast. Do you have a favorite movie, and what is it? Uh, yeah, that's always a tough question because it changes from time to time. But I would say I do have a couple of favorite movies. Um, and one is definitely uh, Belle de Jour from Louis Boniel. Uh, and the second one is uh, a little bit newer. It's Inside Louis Davis by the Coen brothers. So I think those two movies are right now like on the top of my list. Awesome. Do you have a reason that they're the top of your list? Um, yeah, I, I think that uh, I love I love films that um, that I have to uh, be an active viewer. So I have to think about it. I have to uh, consciously watch them, and they give me uh, a lot of subtle, like um, uh, not just a, a linear story, but like uh, sudden narration uh, and lots of different film language uses and i think that's that's amazing in both of those films and they i still think about them from time to time so that's that's when i know i know that a film has made impact on my life awesome so is there anybody in the industry that someday in your career you would just love to collaborate with that could be you know a producer uh, another director a actor an actress literally anybody composer anything wow that's a that's a tough question uh i would love to work with so many people but uh i think um yeah well, i don't think that uh, Collaborating with different directors, that I think that's that's hard to to do uh, to co-direct something. But I would love to work with different actors. Um, so I don't know. I've always been uh, fascinated by Paul Dano and William Defoe. Um, I think those are just two great actors. 
Uh, I also love uh, from uh, the Department of Music, like Hans Zimmer and uh, Abel Korzianowski, who is also a great composer. Uh, and I think the music is such an important part of movies. Um, so yeah, definitely those people and many more <laughs> probably, yeah. Awesome. I think it's so funny that you bring up Paul Dano because I had another interview last week and that was another one that got brought up. And I think there was another one that he also got brought up. So he's, I love him. I think he's very, very talented. So but I just think it's interesting that he's, he's a very common wanted collaborator. And I think that's really cool. Interesting. Yeah. So what are some resources that you would recommend to student filmmakers? The resources, some people get stuck on this question. Um, literally anything, like it could be software, it could be technology, it could be, um, if you know of any like companies that are really big into helping out student filmmakers, like programs, like anything, literally anything. Um, yeah, I think that, uh, especially for student filmmakers, I don't think you should be focusing on like expensive equipment or, uh, you know, fancy stuff, but more on your um, like development. And I think for me, it was a, like a script writing program. It's called Writer's Duet. Uh, it offers uh, a great um, template for screenplays. And um, I think that's, that's amazing to have. Uh, I also would recommend Letterboxd, uh, the app, uh, because I think it's just such a good way to track what you what you're watching, what other people are watching, um, and I think we we can learn so much from films when we watch films. Um, and so yeah, Letterboxd and maybe Mubi is also one uh, where you can watch. Um, so I think those would be my go-to choices. Awesome. What is one piece of advice that you have for aspiring student filmmakers? I, I always say that uh, <clears throat> the number one thing is to enjoy what you do. Uh, I think if you're not happy, um, then it doesn't make sense to do it. Uh, and surround yourself with uh, people or team or anybody that supports you that you can work together because in filmmaking you can do everything al alone it's impossible so surround yourself with people who uh, are enthusiastic enthusiastic that love to work on films uh, and just be be happy with that i think that there's so much toxicity in the community for no reason and i think that we should uh, strive that uh, for a better environment for working yeah, I completely agree. So are there any exciting things that have happened in your journey through filmmaking that you would like to talk about? Um, I think when you work on different films, it's everything is exciting in some way. Uh, and uh, I had the privilege to work this year with some of Slovenia professional actors. And I had in just uh, one film, I um i worked with uh, like uh, intimate scenes i worked uh, night scenes i worked uh, uh late hours and basically everything that um is hard i i made it in one film and i think that was a great experience for me uh, where i learned that um, 
you can do you can save everything you don't have to be down if something doesn't go your way uh one of the actresses cancelled one day before the shoot so it was uh, we had to find an actress who was ready for intimate scenes who were ready for hard emotional scenes so uh, i found an actress in one day and it was like a roller coaster of emotions uh, but that's film and i i think i love that about it it's such a fluid uh, thing or workflow awesome awesome so one last thing before we get off of here today one, where can we find your film? And two, what are your social media handles if you have them and you're comfortable sharing them? Um, yeah, uh, my film is still going through festivals, so it's uh, it hasn't found a distributor yet. But uh, I believe that in the future, I hope that it will be on the internet, uh, on Vimeo, uh, but it's not there yet. 